0: The John Morris Show, episode 81. 7654321. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this, you crazy mother. Hey there, my name's John Morris. I'm a former U.S. Army veteran turned freelance web developer. And my goal for you at this podcast is twofold. First, I want to help you learn how to code. Second, I want to help you turn that code into a full-time living. Because if you're like me, what you want is the freedom, the satisfaction, and the income that you get from being a high-profile web developer. So if that's you, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or YouTube so you never miss an episode. You can find all my past episodes and get subscribed at johnmorrisonline.com slash Morris show. Also, as you get value from the show, consider becoming a supporting listener on Patreon because you'll help keep the show free for everyone and you'll get access to exclusive courses, source code, and Q&A sessions available only to supporting listeners. Visit johnmorrisonline.com slash Patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N, to become a supporting listener. All right, let's get into this episode. Hey, everybody, welcome back to The John Morris Show, johnmorrisonline.com. This episode, how to deal with other developers who are lowballing you on freelance sites or how to deal with clients who always end up choosing the lowest bidder. And I wanted to talk about this today just because this is... Probably the most common objection I get when I talk about freelancing and especially on freelance sites and it's legitimate. I mean, in a way, I've I've been on there. I've seen it. It happened to me when I first started out. And so, I want to give you the solution. So, let's get into this. First, I want to ask you a couple of questions. So, do you judge a movie by the price of the ticket or By the performance you see? Or do you judge a suit by the tailor's bill or the fit and finish of the clothes themselves? Do you judge a car by the MSRP or how it feels when you hit the gas? Do you judge a dinner by the cost or the taste and tenderness of the steak? And like I said, I get this all the time. Freelancers who complain about freelancing sites like Upwork because clients always go with the lowest bidder. And then, so and, and say, so and so from XYZ country can afford to lowball me, yada, yada, yada. And to me, this is a symptom of a different kind of problem. The problem isn't the client, the problem isn't the other developer. The problem is with you and your approach to how you're using these freelance sites. And that should be liberating. That shouldn't, you shouldn't take that as an insult. Take that as being liberated because you can do something about it. You have control in this situation. You are not subject to the women will of, other cl- of clients and other developers. You have a choice and something you can do here. So price is as big of a problem as you allow it to be. And that's because clients aren't focused on cost. As much as you might think so, as much as they might break up, bring up money, in their mind, they're not actually focused on cost. What they're focused on is risk. So as an example, If all the reviews of a particular movie say that it's terrible, you're probably not going to spend the 10 to 13 or 15 or 20 or however much it costs for you to go to the movies. You're probably not going to spend that money on that movie. Or if you're going to a restaurant or thinking about going to a restaurant and a friend of yours tells you that the steak is bland, you're probably not going to drop $20 on that steak. Likewise, if you're on a freelance site and you have no job history, no testimonials, and no portfolio, a client probably isn't going to risk a few grand on you or even a few hundred dollars because they see you as a risk. Most clients are willing to pay if they know that they're going to get their money's worth in return. But if not, then they see you as a risk. However, once you can lower your perceived risk in their mind, once you can get them to see you as a lower risk, price becomes less and less of an issue. Because you become the safe option, even though you might cost more. Now, I really want you to get that point. Because it is the key to understanding how to get around the price problem. When clients see you as the safe option, even though you charge more, price disappears. And you can get there. You can get to that point where they actually see you as the safer bet, even though they're gonna to have to spend more money on you. Think of it let's say it's tires, right? And you, let's say you have kids. And you're out buying new tires and you have Goodyear brand over here and you have XYZ brand over here that you never heard of or maybe even a better (laughs) analogy is say you have Firestone brand that has had some issues in the past and Goodyear brand for four tires cost you 50 bucks more than XYZ brand over here that you don't know anything about. Will you spend the extra $50 in a brand where you know what the reputation is? Where you know that, or you believe, it's not even no, to be honest with you. It's not even no. It's just believe. <laughs> it's just believe. Those tires could be no better. But in your mind, because you know the brand, most of us believe that that brand is going to last us longer than XYZ brand that we know nothing about. So again, when you can become that safe option, even though you cost more, price disappears. So how do you do that? How do you lower your risk and get them to see you as the safe option? Well, there's lots of common ways. And I talk about these all the time. And don't just because I'm going to move on and talk about something else, don't over or underestimate these. Okay, A killer portfolio goes a long way. Again, if you're following my instructions and you're picking a niche and your portfolio is full of items related to that niche, when they look at your portfolio, they will likely see that you've already built the exact thing that they want. And it looks great. It functions awesome. That goes a long way towards you being a safe bet. Also a sound job history. When they see that you've worked on 50 or 75 or 100 projects that are very, very similar to theirs. And they see that you've delivered on those projects. And they see that you've got good ratings. You go a long, that goes a long, long way towards you becoming the safe bet. And the third one, raving testimonials. So again, when they see you've worked on those projects and they see the client saying, great to work with, delivered sooner than I expected, communicated well, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, you become the safe option in their mind, even though you're charging more. But the thing is, is you probably already know those things. That's probably where you're stuck is you don't have the portfolio yet. Now, if that's the case, I recommend you go back a couple episodes where I talk about how to get a killer portfolio, even though you don't have any clients. If, if that's you, go listen to that episode and do what I advise there, because that'll solve this one. But a sound job history, look, you can't get it till you get it, right? Raving testimonials on those freelance sites, you can't get it till you get it. So you have to go out and get those things. So, again, that might be where you're stuck. So, here's an even easier way if you're brand new and you don't have any of this stuff. And it's, now I'm going to tell you, it's really ingenious and brain-busting here. And that is, help them. That's it. Just help them. Let them actually experience what it's like to work with you. Think of going to the grocery store. And this is an analogy I use all the time. You know why they have those stands at the grocery stores that give out samples? Because it works. Because when you try it and you like it, there's a good chance you're going to buy it. If you're new, this is the way that you get your foot in the door without having to do Tons and tons of free projects without having to go through years and years of networking. You get your foot in the door by helping people. And you are lucky enough to live in a day and age where you can do that at scale. So some simple things you can do when you're bidding on projects. Don't just set the price and tell them how great you are. Provide some advice. Give them value in the bid, right? If you see something in there that sticks out to you that maybe you think it's a wrong approach or maybe, you know, there's, you can actually tell them a certain part of it how to do it without them having to have pay somebody to do it. Again, you're new, you got to build a reputation. So set yourself apart in that way, provide advice in your bid. And I always say, start, try to create a conversation and talk with them and be human Don't just copy and paste some, you know, templated thing that someone told you to, to put in there. That's not going to work. Communicate, give value, provide advice, help them in the bid. The other thing I harp on all the time, start creating content. You can create videos, tutorial videos around your niche on YouTube You can go on Stack Overflow and answer questions. You can go on Core. You can create Medium posts. You can have your own blog. And at the end of all of those, just a simple message that says, if you'd like me to do this for you, go to such and such URL. That's my Upwork profile and you can hire me. When they come and view your content and they get value from it and they're able to do something because of it, That builds more trust than any portfolio, any job history, any testimonial ever could. Because you've actually just helped them. It's, again, it's going back to the grocery store. If you take a bite of that sausage and it tastes good, you don't care what the brand is. You don't care what their history is. You don't care about any of that. You actually tried it and it tastes good. That's all that matters. I want more. That's exactly what happens. When you do this kind of thing, and you can do it. By the way, a lot of people say, ah, "I'm, you know, I'm not good. I'm not." It doesn't matter. You can, you know, when you record a video, you can edit the video. Go, go back to some of my first videos I made. I couldn't get on a microphone and talk for ten or fifteen minutes straight. There's tons and tons and tons of edits. But over time, you get better at it. And then you can get on a microphone and talk. So you can do this. Anyway, I get into all of this and a lot more in the video I just released over on Patreon called the Upwork Checklist. Which is step-by-step instructions on starting from scratch on Upwork. And exactly what to do. And I talk, a lot, I, I talk a, a lot about what we just talked about. Plus a lot more. Now you can get access to that video as a supporting listener over on Patreon at johnmorrisonline.com slash Patreon. And in case you're doubting, like I said, you can do this. Look, I'm not some genius here doing this. I'm not. I work with coders every single day that are much smarter than I am. The difference between them and I is, heck, it's probably been seven, eight years ago now, I decided to get on YouTube and start making videos. And I have bumbled and stumbled like a bowl in a china closet my way through it to the point now where my videos get 130, 540 plus views a month. It brings in tons and tons of traffic. And I get quote requests every single month. So, you can do it. If I can do it, heaven knows you can. Because the likelihood, it's likely that you're much smarter than I am. All you gotta do is go for it. And you can get the step by step instructions over on Patreon at John slash Patreon. All right, everybody, thanks for listening. I appreciate you giving me some of your time today. If you do me a favor and like this video so that I know that you like this kind of content. Also, if you know someone who'd benefit from this, I'd appreciate if you'd share it with them. And if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe. You can do it on YouTube at John slash YouTube. You can do it on iTunes at johnmorisonlinecom slash iTunes. And now we are up and rolling on Google Play Music and their new podcast platform. You can get that at johnmorisonlinecom slash Android. You'll be able to subscribe there. All right, like I said, thanks for listening and we'll talk to you later.